I'd like to take this opportunity just before beginning our final podcast to express a sincere word of thanks on behalf of Yaku and myself, to Jackie and to Pauline, who have both played an instrumental role in connecting us to you via the live streams and via these podcasts. Our gratitude is also extended to William and Brad, who even in spite of the present restrictions have managed to lead us both on the piano and the saxophone. Do please join us on our website or Facebook page at 9 o'clock tomorrow and at the same time on Sunday for our Easter weekend reflections. To members and friends, both local and abroad, please receive our warmest greetings and in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our reading this morning is taken from the Gospel according to John chapter 19. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. About four-fifths of the way up Namibia, just east of the center of that section of the country, one finds a rather remarkable feature of nature. Where the harsh and dry conditions that characterize surface living conceal from sight the world's largest non-subglacial lake, which is said to span thousands of kilometers underground. And so there is this unbelievable contrast where at certain times in the year animals can be found to be struggling for something to eat and to drink. And not even 100 meters beneath them is this vast expanse of water. It is an image that speaks quite powerfully to the image that we are presented with in the gospel passage today, where one who earlier on in his life referred to himself as the living water now declares from the cross, I am thirsty. We do well to see here a Jesus who identifies with the most basic human needs. One who thirsts, as you and I thirst. As a child thirsts in the middle of the evening for water. As an athlete thirsts, partway through a marathon. As the land and its people thirst during times of severe drought. Consider how often God is thought of only in divine terms. Think how when we and other people go through the desolate moments of life, as is the case for many of the world's population at this present time, part of our inclination is to see God as other in the face of suffering. Why did you let this happen, we say? Where are you now? And there's almost a separation between, well, there's God... And there's the human experience. We see here once again on the cross that Jesus is in the very midst of our human suffering. 
a God who suffers with us, and in this case, suffers for us. The early Christian creed, speaking of Jesus, put it, put it in this way, very God and very man. A second layer to the interpretation of what is happening in this scene suggests that Jesus is also displaying a thirst to return to the Father, to be reunited in the fullest sense. Having just prayed, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Having drunk of the cup of suffering in the garden of Gethsemane, we see him both we see in him both a physical and an inner thirst. We might be reminded of the words of the psalmist As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. As we enter together into this Easter weekend, we do so with the assurance that we are remembered by a God who is both divine and human, who has taken on, shared, experienced life in this world with us, and also one in whom we find the real secret to life, the real heartbeat, the real thirst, and the real object of fulfillment that satisfies that thirst. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Would you please join me as we pray? Gracious and living God, creator of the world and father of humankind, whose hands fashioned us from the dust, whose mouth breathed life into us, whose eyes are upon us, and whose ears are open to our cries. Although we cannot see you, grant us grace to behold you with the eye of faith. And as we pray to you, may we have the confidence of children who speak to a loving Father. Merciful God, you know who we are. You know when we thirst for things that will never satisfy us when we commit ourselves to things that do not last, when we fix our minds and hearts on things that will never bring hope and joy. Still, you offer us the gift of living water. Still, you offer us the gift of a life not limited by our brokenness or even by death. Forgive us, O Lord. Would you give us this living water that quenches all thirst, in Jesus' name. For the basic needs of others, for those who have the wherewithal to meet these needs, for all of us over this Easter time, <clears throat> that we may discover with greater clarity what, or rather who, it is that our inner thirst longs for and that we may drink afresh of the water that brings life. We remember these things as do we remember the names and faces that come to each of our minds, as we say together, Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with you. Amen. Amen.